Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to another episode of Album for the Day with John E. and Jay. As we bring you season 13 of Album for the Day, we come to you after one year of episodes... We did not have an episode on June the 30th of last year, but mm-hmm. every other day we did. So, uh, yeah, I just, uh, I think that we've, we've definitely got a hold of something and knowledge is power. And uh, I have filled my cup this year. <laughs> so we're bringing you uh, a second edition of uh, what we consider our Choice cuts, greatest hits, uh, our favorite episodes after one year. After the entire year, going back and looking at everything that we've done, it was really kind of cool um, learning about a lot of different genres of music, people I wouldn't normally listen to, um, albums I wouldn't normally listen to, you know, and it, it, it was just, it was really cool to go through that list. It was and, an easy way to step outside the box a mm-hmm. little bit. Yeah. And uh, I... I really enjoyed uh, every every episode, man. Yeah. Won't say I enjoyed every album. I, I think we established not. that. <laughs> I definitely did not. But these are, again, not necessarily what we would consider the greatest albums that we covered in a year, but our favorite episodes. So enjoy. And June 27th, we're stacking it up again. This time with Ben Folds, because we did live... And our return to live music, uh, and that was Ben Folds' solo live. And then April the 30th, as part of heavily impacting albums, uh, we did Ben Folds' five self-titled. And um, both of those were extremely uh, shaping albums for me. Oh, like, yeah. I didn't know that you could do stuff like that. And Ben Folds, he's one of the most creative musicians I've ever seen perform. Mm-hmm. He's just so good. He can control a crowd so well. Um, he gets into his music. You could tell how how much music moves him and how much he loves doing this. His passion shows um, through. Yeah. And, and, you know, even just the creative things that he did with the album cover on his live album. I mean, there's a couple cool little, there's just some cool stuff that it's, we put some Easter eggs in there yeah, and it's, it's great. And ben, uncle ben, Walters in uncle there, Walters in everything. He's got his hands in the mix folks. Yet in a cough for president it's baking that bread. <laughs> album for the day, August 19th, as we continue our focus on return of live music this month. Today, we spotlight Ben folds, with Ben Folds Live. This is from his solo period. It is released October 8th of 2002. The album cover features Ben taking a photo on stage of the crowd giving him the finger and yelling, Ben Folds sucks, (laughs) 
on June the 8th of 2002 at the Avalon in Boston, Massachusetts. Don't forget as well that the on Ben Folds Live, the L on Live is actually an F turned upside down. He turned the F down, flipped it, and reversed oh, it. Yeah, he did, Missy Elliott. And, but I think that is not only a very genius uh, move. It's very clever. It's clever. Uh, because Ben Folds 5 is kind of where he was coming, and it was one of those, like... And he plays a number of songs from his time with yeah. uh, his three-man band, Ben Folds 5. Yeah. And um, it's great. And it's great. They edited the fingers out on every cover except the explicit cover, so I don't know who Columbia paid to uh, edit, sit there and scrub out middle fingers off the uh, picture for the album cover, but that's a fun thing to say I got paid for. Yeah, right. Um, This is the first official release of Rock This Bitch. Mm, Yeah. And it is now a staple in live shows. Mm Mm-hmm. It was a little improvised, a little I've been waiting for this moment my whole life kind of thing. Mm-hmm. All it takes is one person in the crowd going, Rock this bitch! <laughs> yep. Rock this bitch. Oh, I like that. Oh, okay. Yep. I'm going to rock this bitch. It's amazing. He, he also covers uh, Elton John's Tiny Dancer on this album. And it's really freaking good. It's really good. The it's crowd's like, into it. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. The, it's the longest song on the whole album, um, and it is a really fantastic version. He plays Fred Jones Part 2, which is from his first solo release, Rock in the Suburbs, and has guest vocals from John McRae from Cake. Um, if you're familiar with Cake at all, you may not be super duper aware of a whole lot of tonal quality from John McRae. It's a real deadpan delivery that mm. some people say doesn't have notes at all. But <laughs> it's like a rapper almost. It's nice to hear John McRae actually sing something with somebody else. His mm-hmm. his voice really works well with Ben Folds here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the whole album. I mean, Ben Folds is one of the better musicians that you're ever going to hear. Uh, he's an, not only an excellent piano player, he is an excellent improvisationalist. Um, where and he's a great arranger. Oh, he yeah. can take anything and make a song out of it. Yeah, it 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 is. He he has a very gifted musical mind, um, and it is really a pleasure to listen to him live. Um, and when you go. Um, this is a great example of a, an artist using a live album to show you some things that they do. Mm-hmm. Um, ben leads the crowd in singing separate parts to harmonize on two different songs. One is not the same, where he tells a fun story about a friend of his ending up in a tree <laughs> at somebody's party <laughs> and coming down a boarding in Christian. I believe the quote was, it's where religion and drugs meet back on the other side. Hmm. They always do. And he ends the song Army, which was from the Ben Folds 5 album, 
the unauthorized biography of Reinhold Messner. He ends the version on here with, instead of, I thought about the army, with, I thought about your mommy. (laughs) Classic. Feels good. It does. And my favorite Ben Folds 5 song, Philosophy, made it in here. And there's kind of a, in the normal version, kind of takes a melody riff from George Gershwin's Rhapsody in Blue. I mean, why not steal that? Yeah, that's classic. But in this version, there's also a little piece of uh, Mr. Lou from Dick Dale, which... Dick Dale did not play the piano, so it's an interesting thing to hear. Yeah, it is. Yeah, this is a this is a really solid solid piece, solid album from a really solid musician, and I highly recommend if you have not seen Ben Folds live, go check him out um, while you have the chance. Because yeah, yeah, he is amazing. He's really good at directing the crowd, getting everybody into it, in in getting you as a audience member to participate in his show. It's fantastic. Uh, well, but the album for the day today, uh, August the 19th is, uh, Ben folds with Ben folds live. Um, be sure to give us a like, follow, subscribe, let us know what your favorite albums are. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you tomorrow. Satan is my master. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Album for the day, April 30th, as we wrap up our albums that impacted our music and experience heavily month with Ben Folds 5, with Ben Folds 5. Um, this is the first album by the Band of Three. <laughs> I <laughs> love that. It's released August the 8th of 1995, and just wanted to let you know that they're going to mess with your head. Yeah. It's it's this is a really great record. I was really glad uh, to go back and listen to this. Um, you, you know, when when you were like when you put this on the list, I was like, oh man, I hadn't listened to this album in year. It had been years and years and years, and I really, really, really enjoyed the going back and listening to it again. Really great album. So this was not my first experience with Ben Folds Five. Um, they had had the song Brick come out. I actually lived in the immediate area of Chapel Hill, which is where they were kind of taken off from. And um, I found a CD single of the song Where's Summer Bee? And it was like a radio promo one. It wasn't fancy packaging. Um, it acknowledged that it was it was literally just a black and white card in it. Oh, wow. And um, I was like, I don't know these songs. These aren't on the album I have. Hmm. And so I sought out this album, and 
I got to say, and it's not a better or worse thing, but I'm super, super glad that I took the time to go back and check this one out because it's probably my favorite um, out of everything that the band, the five, put out. I mean, it's a fun record. It's just a fun record. Um, It's like, it's not your traditional rock, what you expect from a, like, I mean, I never would be like, man, that Ben Folds Five, there's some rockers. It's like, but they're, but it's like, but that's the part of them. They're like this indie rock that are there, but, but they, but they are, they rock your face off. They're so good. But, but it's, the, the it's, song Underground really captures it. Like they yeah. are underground. Mm-hmm. And they were, well, underground. They, they were yeah. still at that point. And they continued to play the song even after they weren't. But, the song underground describes that whole concept of, yep. you know, I was never cool in school. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you don't remember me. Um, and I just, I don't know. You really kind of relate to that when you're in high school and, um, you see people that, Oh, well, this dude's nerdy as hell and he's cool. Mm-hmm. Like, there's hope for us all. There's hope for us all. Yay. <laughs> um, but there's some good messaging in there. I mean, there's a lot of salt and sass, which as a, you know, lifelong Ben Folds fan since I uh, started listening, um, you know, he's always got the salt and the sass and it's always in there. That's part of his thing. And um, But it's always clever. He it's is. not. It's not the easy joke. It's the hard joke. Yeah. It's the... But those are the jokes that hit. Those are the... Those are the... That's the music that hits. It's not... Yeah. It's not the easy music musicians that the you're like, you oh, man, for, that stuff you got to work for, you appreciate. Me. Yeah. You got to work for that satisfaction. Yeah. Yeah. And some of these songs are just like... I think the other the other songs that were on the single uh, were Julianne and um, Best Imitation of Myself. Best Imitation of Myself is probably my second favorite song on this album to Philosophy. Um, Jay and I were actually in a friend's wedding, and I quoted this song in in the Best Man speech. And, um, you know, it's just great. Like, I found, um, you know, Ben Folds, actually, what he said about that song. Um, in the liner notes for Naked Baby Photos, he uh, he said that the song is about his Johnson, if that's what you think it's about. <laughs> However, uh, 21 years later, a little older, a little more uh, mature, yeah, yeah. in his book, A Dream About Lightning Bugs, um, he talks about, in the chapter, creative visualization or useful delusion. He says, there's this mode I go into from time to time. It begins with visualizing a seemingly impossible accomplishment as if it had already come to be. A trance ensues, mountains are moved, and soon it is so. Results fueled by temporary delusion. It's that temporary state of craziness that pushes us to make the fantasy real, whether it's building a house, writing a movie, or running a marathon. I was like, that's everything that that song has ever meant mm-hmm. to me. Yep. Um, also, at the end of the song, borrows a little melody line from Rhapsody in Blue from George Gershwin. Mm. I always say, if you can't do it better than somebody, quote them. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I love that. And this is and and this is this is the album that kind of like, I mean, when Brick came out, it was an instant, you know, like boom, they were on the scene. But the thing about Brick was it was a very um, introspective, yeah. relational, you think, super dark, heavy song. Meanwhile, that's not what really yeah. most of everything what else was. For example, the song Uncle Walter. Yeah. Um, so Ben Folds said, Uncle Walter was based on this woman, the mother of this guy played in a garage band with, and she was a total absolute drunk. They'd leave to go get a cord or beer or something. I was 14, and she'd trap me in the corner and just talk, talk, talk. If I was president, I would have done this. She's dead now because she was washing her hair in the bathtub and the bathtub was filling up and she hit her head on the faucet and she passed out into the tub and drowned. The Uncle Walter I actually have is a nice guy. <laughs> That's the most Ben Folds thing I've ever heard. And the cousin, the cousin of his first wife, Anna, said... Uncle Walter was actually a real genuine uncle by marriage of Anna's mom and my mom, their sisters. Uncle Walter had a great log cabin in the mountains of Virginia with an awesome large creek running beside it. He was a farmer from the Depression days and a real character. Anna's mom and my mom were always telling stories about him, and that's where the name comes from. Of course, the character in the song is indeed a compilation of characters, including the woman you referenced. But I just wanted to give my great uncle some credit. <laughs> nice. It's certainly not Uncle the all the Uncle Walter we all know and love. No. Walter Yetnikoff. Walter Yetnikoff. Rest in peace, buddy. Rest in peace, Uncle Walter. You'll always be Uncle Walter to us. <laughs> I mean, there's already two Uncle Walters there, and one of them's a woman. Why can't we throw him in? Exactly. He'd love that. <laughs> <laughs> That's good company, man. Yeah. Um, but boxing is the song that closes out and boxing is yet again, another really interesting song. Um, it kind of deals with, you know, reflection and introspection and looking back on what you did or didn't do, um, on a moment that you're second guessing later in life. Well, I mean, it's, written from the perspective of Muhammad Ali and the questions that he had whether or not to quit boxing uh, professionally to tell you what kind of um, question marks are going on in the head there. So it's, it's kind of one of those things of like, man, if you're at the top of your game and you're considering quitting, these are the questions that you have kind of thing. Right. And if you listen to the song, it's, he goes, Howard. So he's doing like a monologue, but he's talking to, quote, Howard Cosell. Mm-hmm. Um, and apparently Bette Midler covered the song Boxing on her 1998 album, Bathhouse Betty. Um, I cannot see, cannot say that I've heard that. I don't know that I'll seek it out. You got something against Bette Midler? No, but here's what. So, so <laughs> is she rem- not the wind beneath your wings? She's not. Nor is she the rose. Mm, mm. 
She she, is, however, the divine Miss M, and I will give her that. Has she ever taken you to the beaches? I don't remember. (laughs) 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 Woo! That was a good one. Uh, (laughs) Um, What I will say is that, uh, do you remember reading anything from Robert Criscow from uh, the Village Voice or something, man? He Mm -hmm. was always this salty, unpleasant, snotty. Exactly. That's why I read it, because I'm like, well, we've got to get that perspective from somewhere. Yeah. Let's check him out. Yeah, he actually said that boxing was a crowning achievement. And I was like, I mean, I've always enjoyed it, but if you enjoy it, I'm going to listen to it again. Mm. Because what is it that melts a heart of stone? Mm. Boxing. And ratatouille. Mm. Indeed. (laughs) Indeed. Well, awesome. Well, today's uh, album for the day, uh, last of the month, April 30th. Uh, ben Folds 5, Ben Folds 5. Uh, be, fo- be sure to follow us uh, and subscribe wherever you listen. Uh, follow us on Twitter at album the number four the day. And if you have any requests, choose an email uh, to album the number four the day at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow. Today's poetry reading comes from Benjamin Folds. Go ahead. You can laugh all you want. I got my philosophy, keeps my feet on the ground, and I trust it like the ground. That's why my philosophy keeps me walking when I'm falling down. (laughs) After starting the podcast, you can search for the album, use the three dots, and hit add to cue. Now the album will start as soon as the episode ends. Woo!